Limitations, Exceptions, and Exclusions. So this is the section of the InterNACHI Home Inspection Standards of Practice course. And we're not going to go over line by line all the limitations and exceptions and exclusions and the things that you're not required to inspect. We'll go over some of the highlights. But there's a lot, which means that, again, as a home inspector, you're not required to inspect everything. You're not responsible for everything. So an inspection, for example, <clears throat> is not technically exhaustive. What does that mean? Well, if I'm inspecting a gas furnace, I'm going to use what the Home Inspection Standards of Practice refers to as um, normal operating controls. That's the thermostat. That's the service switch. Um, maybe to get to the air filter or turn the unit off and back on again. I'm going to see it go through a cycle, heating or cooling. In some areas, uh, you're required, a home inspector may be required to take the temperature of the air coming in and the conditioned air coming out of the system to measure that delta T, the difference in temperature. But that's about it. I'm not required to use tools. Um, I'm not required to, for example, uh, test the gas of the refrigerant gas, the pressure to make sure there's enough in the system. Um, I'm not there for a very long time, hardly uh, a few minutes. <clears throat> I'm gonna use normal operating controls Look for material defects, that's about it. Yep. It's not technically exhaustive. An inspection will not identify concealed or latent defects. There could be a material defect that could injure somebody behind that banner behind me, right? Nobody would ever know until they see it. And that applies to a home inspection. So the home inspector is not required to report upon material defects that are not observed especially ones that are within a wall or behind something. So I'm not required to move that personal item either in order to find a defect behind there, right? It's a visual-only inspection. It's like I'm, I'm limited to a visual-only inspection. You can think of it as getting both hands tied behind your back <clears throat> and walking through a home and just looking around, right? You can also use normal operating controls. Um, an inspection will not include aesthetic concerns, like matters of taste or cosmetic defects. A cosmetic defect is a, a blemish or a flaw, um, a stain on the carpet. It, it could be a, a brown stain on a white carpet, but that's not part of a home inspection. And um, a home inspection does not determine the market value of a home or its marketability. Um, it, a home inspection can actually be um, performed on a home, on any home, um, regardless of whether that home is for sale or being purchased or leased or rented. Um, so even if there isn't any transaction, it's actually a good recommendation. InterNACHI recommends that every home should be inspected every year. Um, so it doesn't include um, insurability either. Can this house uh, be insured? Well, there's knob and tube wiring. I'm not sure. There's a defect, but I'm, a home inspector should not be commenting on the insurability of a home. And an inspection does not determine the life expectancy of any system or component of a home. Um, there are exclusions. So 
one exclusion that comes up a lot is the inspector is not required to determine the surface life of uh, any system or component. So a home inspection does include, unless you can't get to it, uh, the inspection of a roof covering. Um, but um, a home inspection report does not include um, how many years does that roof have left? How many years does the hot water tank have left? Well, if the hot water tank is leaking or the roof is leaking, it's, it's probably a, a major defect, right? <clears throat> Nothing should be leaking. But that's something that comes up. Another thing that comes up is the size, capacity, BTU, performance, or efficiency of any component or system. Um, is that air conditioner big enough to cool off all of the finished rooms in the house? That's not part of a home inspection. Sorry. How about future conditions? Is a home inspector, is a home inspector required to predict future conditions? Are you uh, responsible if the um, window top sash falls out? of the window and crashes. No, right? A home inspector is responsible for the, the defects that are both observed and deemed to be material during the time of the home inspection, not for future conditions. The, the dishwasher may leak. The day after, I ran a short cycle during my home inspection. So um, the inspector is not required to determine the presence of mold, mildew, or fungus, or radon or the air quality. Those are different types of ancillary inspection services. Fortunately, InterNACHI is accredited to provide those certifications, um, and they're free and online to InterNACHI members. Um, the inspector is not required to determine the estimates of the cost to operate any given system or repair, correction, replacement, or repair cost estimates. So how much does it cost to heat, cool, and operate a home? I'm not sure. Although InterNACHI has a report, a home inspection report. It's a free online report for any InterNACHI certified professional inspector to use that can help you provide that information. And if someone asks, well, great, you, you found that the hot water tank is leaking on the floor. How much is that going to cost? Well, you don't have to put that in the summary according to the standards of practice. You're not responsible for that. The home inspector is not required to operate any system that is shut down. So let's say that the, the furnace has a piece of tape on it. <laughs> it says, no, <laughs> you're not required to turn it back on. Uh, electrical breakers, disconnects at the distribution electrical panel. If that breaker is off, turned off manually or tripped off, um, you are not required and really shouldn't reset it. Um, if there's something that has been um, barred or turned away or covered up or um, turned off on purpose, it doesn't work. You're not required to um, light a pilot light, for example, or ignite any kind of igniter or flame or anything. You're not required to turn something on that's been turned off. If the, if the water to the whole house has been turned off at the main valve, it's very easy to turn it back on lefty Lucy, right? <laughs> but you're not required to. Um, I, would, I would not touch any valve. You're not required to open anything that's closed. So hope that helps you. 
Um, if a system, in your opinion, is not functioning properly, you're not required to operate it. And you're not required to uh, inspect or operate phone lines, cable lines, um, low voltage lines, um, remote controls, anything like that. Um, you're not required to operate any shutoff valves or manual stop valves, any electrical disconnect or overcurrent protection devices. You're not required to test uh, any um, alarm systems. And you're not required to operate moisture meters, gas detectors, or similar equipment. It's a visual-only inspection. Now, I once was taken to small claims court. There was um, termite damage, subterranean termite damage, on four boards in the living room. Well, I looked at my inspection report, and I took a picture of the living room, and I recall it. There was a, a throw rug, a carpet area rug, and on top of it was a baby grand piano. <laughs> so I explained to the judge, small claims court, in five minutes, I was out. I was successful. I defended myself because the International Standards of Practice clearly states that an inspector is not required to move any personal items or other obstructions such as, but not including, uh, but not limited to, throw rugs, carpeting, wall coverings, furniture, window coverings, equipment, plants, debris, snow. So if the roof was covered with snow, you're not required to report upon the condition of the roof or inspect the roof because you're not required to get up on that roof and shovel any snow or debris, move any debris. If the skylight is just covered with leaves from the overhanging tree, right? There may be a problem with the flashing around the skylight, but you're not required to report upon it because you're not required to remove debris just to perform your visual inspection. So there are many things that are <clears throat> limited, excluded, um, or restricted. You're not required to um, open or uncover any system or component. So you're not required to remove the dead front cover of any electrical panel. <clears throat> you're not required to enter crawl spaces or other areas that may be unsafe or not readily accessible. You're not required to inspect underground items, such as lawn irrigation systems, underground storage tanks, or other indications of their presence, whether abandoned or actively used. An inspector is not required to do anything which may, in the inspector's opinion, in your opinion, be unsafe or dangerous to the inspector or to others or damage property, such as, but not limited to, walking on roof surfaces. So, this is a popular one. Are you required to walk upon the roof? No. The International Standards of Practice, the Home Inspection Standards of Practice, keeps everyone safe, including the home inspector, and you are not required to walk upon any roof surface. But what if it's a flat roof, essentially only 10, 12, feet off the ground, it's easy to get to with a ladder, hey, it's flat, you know, what's going to happen? You're not required to walk upon any roof surface according to the standards of practice. Um, you are not required to inspect decorative items. You're not required to inspect common elements or areas in multi-unit housing. You're not required to inspect intercoms or speaker systems or security systems. You're not required to guarantee anything or warranty anything. A guarantee or a warranty? Nope, that's not up to you. Not required to offer or perform any trade or professional service 
other than a general home inspection. And there is a code of ethics, and there's a clause in the code of ethics for home inspectors that prevents you from offering to repair or work on a home um, within 12 months of performing a home inspection if that issue falls within the scope of a home inspection. So we have a legal department to help you um, understand these certain situations if you need some legal advice, and that's free to InterNACHI members. You're not required to research the history of the property. So some home inspectors will pull a permit using a service um, to see if the basement has been finished properly with a permit, right? Um, or if there was new electrical um, upgrades, or maybe there was a, a deck that was renovated into a finished room. Um, some home inspectors will do a little research on that. You're not required to do so. And you are not required to perform any kind of environmental inspections, um, an audit, uh, a phase one, or any, you're not required to inspect any system or component that's not included in these standards. So that's really, it's um, nice to know that you're not required to inspect everything. So the, this inspection image of a townhouse, it's way up there. And it's beyond the scope of a home inspection because it's not readily visible and not accessible to the home inspector. The home inspector is not required to do anything that may, in the inspector's opinion, be unsafe or dangerous to him or herself or to others or damage property such as walking on roof surfaces or climbing ladders. Unfortunately, the home inspector was unable to see the roof covering materials during this home inspection. The home inspector explained to the client in the inspection report that the inspection was restricted and the inspection did not include a visual inspection of the roof covering materials. The report recommended that the inspector's client ask the seller for detailed information about the roof's age, its condition, and its performance in the past. Home inspectors are not required to inspect and report upon systems and components that cannot be observed. Home inspectors are not required to inspect everything in a home. It's impossible. Home inspectors are not required to find and report upon all defects that exist in a house, even during the time of the inspection. This inspection image is of an attached garage filled with personal items. The inspector is not required to move any personal items or other obstructions that might restrict the visual inspection. There may be a defect in the garage that the inspector would not be able to observe because of the personal items that obstruct and restrict the visual inspection. It may be valuable to you as a home inspector to take extra pictures during your inspection they may help document the condition of a room or the inspection restrictions that existed at the time of your home inspection. 